welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of the Mars Ball Boy podcast alongside Nolan Robinson. It's your boy Dugan back again. What's going on? Noel, this week, we got week 15 of the NFL season. It's exciting time. Playoffs are right around the corner. Playoffs for fantasy football are here right now. I know you're excited about that. I am. Good, good. First place, it uh, does hype me up. Good, yeah. Um, so there's a few games. We're not going to go over all the games this week. Um, we're going to pick out a few of them that sparked our interest. Um, stuff that, you know, I think you guys want to listen to and and uh, take some notes on. I think the first game we're going to cover is a Thursday night game. This is a big game, Noel. Yeah, it is, uh, obviously. Uh, it's between the L.A. Chargers at 10-3 and going to the Kansas City Chiefs, who are 11-2. and The Chiefs are three-and-a-half-point favorites coming into the game. The over-under is 53-and-a-half. Um, important game for a number of reasons. I think, first of all, um, AFC West title on the line. If the Chargers win, they have a good opportunity of winning the division. Um, if the Chiefs win, I think they basically clinch um, the division itself. They've already clinched a playoff berth. And so it's important for a number of reasons. And I think also for the fact that if you look at it fantasy-wise, um, there's some couple big plays. Um, I would say, first and foremost, you obviously have to start off with Mahomes. Um, what he's doing this year, like we said before, is just nothing short of spectacular. Um, he's throwing no-look passes now. I don't know if you saw that last week against the Ravens, <laughs> Noel, but he, he does it all. <laughs> he's just a one-of-a-kind quarterback. Yeah. He's going to make his mark in the NFL. Absolutely. Um, so looking at it from a whole, from the Chiefs' standpoint, um, Spencer Ware has been decent so far with after the loss of Kareem Hunt. Um, I think their running attack is, is is kind of getting there. I think you know Spencer Ware is a different runner than Kareem Hunt, and I think they're still trying to figure things out. Yeah. Uh, well, Spencer Ware probably won't play this week. He's doubtful right now, but so they'll have to find somebody to play. But uh, on the other side, the Chargers also, they're not going to be with Gordon. He's questionable, and Eckler's out. So if Gordon doesn't play, that really makes this game interesting. It'll probably just turn into a lot of passing and uh, a lot of scoring for sure. Now, with that, Noel, uh, a guy like Justin Jackson for the Chargers, who's been seen a few times here of recent um, most notably against the Steelers a couple week, a couple weeks ago. Um, he had a very good performance. Um, not huge numbers so far, but I think he's potentially maybe a quiet play that you could throw into your, your fantasy lineup. Yeah, he's definitely going to be uh, pretty low-owned. I mean, he's going to be low-priced, so definitely a money saver. You could definitely uh, play him this week. Absolutely. Um, and then I think going forward with the Chargers passing game, um, Keenan Allen, I think, has been a monster of late for the Chargers. Yeah, he's been monster all season. Great play, always. The high play high play uh, right wide receivers are always good plays. Mm-hmm. Now, the question mark that some people have and that I have especially is the fact that Tyreek Hill right now is dealing with a bad foot. He was hobbling during the end of the Ravens game. He did play throughout the Ravens game, but there's an issue right now. He's not 100%. They said he will play, but it's going to be something that you're going to have to look out for because he may not be productive or as productive. Yeah, I mean, they already got Sammy Watkins out, so that's a big hit. I mean, obviously he's going to play. This is a huge game. He can't miss it, but it, it could lead to uh, 
something, but I don't know. I think I think he'll come out in this one and perform for him because this is a big game and him and Mahomes have just been fire all season. So I can I can see that continuing right here. Oh yeah, I mean if you look at his production wise, seventy four receptions for over twelve hundred yards and eleven touchdowns. I mean. Tyreek's been nothing short of phenomenal, but I will say this, as a Tyreek owner in my one league that I'm in the playoffs, I am a little bit nervous because, like I said, that foot was an issue for him. He, he wasn't running at 100%. Um, he still made a couple big plays at the end of the game for the Chiefs, um, but it's, it's obvious that he's not. And the short week is what hurts him. If it was a week from they played Sunday to Sunday, maybe you'd be okay, but... They're playing Thursday night, you know what I mean? So there's not the extra couple days of rest that he could normally have, and therefore that could affect him in some some ways. Yeah, well, it's, it's definitely something we'll have to look out for. I mean, obviously that's going to be a big impact on this game, seeing that a lot of the running backs are questionable. So we'll just have to see how this game turns out. I mean, so far what we've seen is Mahomes just all season take over, and I really hope he can do that for me in fantasy this week. And I can come out with a victory, and I I think I'm going to take the Chiefs in this one as well to uh, come out with a victory and cover the spread. Okay, yeah, I would say score wise, I'm gonna I'm gonna say it's gonna be a shootout. Um, a lot of Chiefs games are. Um, so I think overall, I think we're looking at what 53 and a half. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say like 34, 31 Chiefs. Um, I will say this. I think Phil Rivers is going to have a monster game as well. The Chiefs defensively just haven't been good all year. A lot of teams have picked them apart. I mean, they've won in some shootouts. They've lost in some shootouts as well. Um, Phillips, he's been playing well of late. I mean, the Chargers are that team right now that not a lot of people have been talking about, but I don't think a lot of people want to see them at the end of the season. Um, like I said, Keenan Allen's been big. Mike Williams has been big for them. Um, if you look at it down the list... He, I mean, he has options. He has weapons. Now, of course, like I said, the running back game is going to be a little bit different now with maybe just Justin Jackson um, in the backfield if Melvin can't go. But it'll be interesting to see what else that they can they can bring to the table in terms of uh, you know moving the ball down the field. Yeah, that's for sure. I, I definitely feel like there's going to be a lot of different players getting some shots here. Definitely some great low-value plays you could put in your fantasy lineups. Um, I mean... Even Phillip Rivers, he's he's looked great all season. So looking for someone like Tyrell Williams or Mike Williams, even Travis Benjamin could be uh, low-end plays that you could uh, take a risk on. I agree. Um, Chris Conley, I think, too, for the Chiefs. I think if, if Tyreek isn't 100% and maybe say exits the game early, um, I think he's a guy that you have to look out for. Um, like you said, without the fact that they are going to be out with uh, Sammy Watkins, um, they did pick up Kelvin Benjamin from free agency when he got dropped by Buffalo. Um, I don't know where his status is right now. And, I, I, I mean, I, that's something that's kind of tough. I mean, wide receivers and, and getting on, on the same page with their quarterbacks, sometimes it takes uh, takes a little bit for that to happen. Yeah. I don't know all the playbook. They, I mean, it's limited there. So I definitely, I definitely think Tyreek Hill would be a top play for me this week as well just because even though the injury – I know he's gonna. I know he's gonna come out and make a get a lot of targets, a lot of passes. Could break out for a big play. Probably see this one be high scoring. So I'm definitely gonna be uh, targeting him this week. Yeah. Um, looking forward to Saturday night. 
as we get to the point in the season where the NFL starts playing on basically every day of the week, no, I think. I mean, it's damn near it. I mean, you've got <laughs> Monday, Sunday, Thursday, Saturday. They might as well play on Wednesday. You know, I, I don't know. I mean, yeah, why not? Why not, right? Um, the Cleveland Browns at 5-7-1, and one, going to the Denver Broncos at 6-7. and seven. Interesting game. Denver's a three-point favorite at home. Um, the over-under is 45-and-a-half. I think, um, looking at it, listen, Cleveland is still alive for a playoff berth, Noel. I mean, they got three games remaining. If they win out, um, there's a possibility you could see the Cleveland Browns in the uh, in the playoffs. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's crazy to say it and crazy to see it, but, I mean, firing Hugh Jackson was a turnaround for them, I guess, and Baker Mayfield, he's, he's a star in the making. He's definitely made the plays. Uh, we just hopefully we can see maybe Landry makes a play this week or something like that. I mean, both teams dealing with a lot of injuries, so we'll see uh, who goes out this week to play. Yeah, I agree. Um, for the Cleveland side of things, uh, being a Jarvis Landry owner like I am, I've uh, been a little disappointed. He's found the end zone as much as you would have liked to have seen. I know he did have a rushing touchdown last week, um, almost 800 yards, but only three receiving touchdowns. Baker's, I mean, he's looked for him at times, him and Njoku, who also I own as well. I mean, those are guys that he has he has targeted a lot. Um, but Baker is a guy that he's not going to be selfish towards going to one receiver. He's going to look for different options at different guys. Um, and then obviously the fact that they've had Nick Chubb running the ball so effectively um, has played into the to that success as well for, for the Cleveland Browns. Yeah, for sure. Nick Chubb has, has done well for me in fantasy. Uh, I do have him in my league. I mean... <clears throat> you got to think he's got to be a great play here. I mean, they're going to Denver though, so I mean, they might they might experience the uh, the uh, temp the sorry the uh, climate a little bit, mm-hmm. and uh, could be a little bit for them. But this this is a big game. They want to make the, they want to have a shot at the playoffs. I mean, I would definitely look at Nick Chubb this week uh, for playing uh, Njoku for sure, Landry. Definitely some playmakers that could uh, break out this week. We'll just see if they can continue and uh, win this one out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. I mean, Baker's been a kind of guy that fantasy-wise has put up some pretty good numbers because um, he does it with his feet. He, you know, he, ex- he extends plays. I think uh, that offense as a whole, I think, is just starting to click better. And you knew that Baker, over time, the more reps that he got, the better he's going to be. And I think you're starting to see it now, that offense start to click. Um it's going to be interesting to see in Denver. Denver plays very well at home. Um, I'm not sure that they have the same type of success they've been having. With that being said, I, I, I'm i leaning towards the Browns right now in a very close game. I'm going to say 24-20 Cleveland. So I'm going to say under on the 45-and-a-half. I think it's a little bit more defensive. Here's the thing. I don't think Denver has a great offense, but we'll, go, we'll get to them in a second. But I just think that... Cleveland, the way they're playing, they're just playing with confidence right now. Yeah, I mean, I definitely agree with you. Uh, both defenses pr- are pretty strong this year. <clears throat> I could see a, a score just like you said, 24, maybe uh, like 17, something like that. Uh, but I do see the Browns pulling this one off because I think they want to give a shot at their two division ri- uh, rivals the next two weeks and uh, see what they can do at the end of the season here. <clears throat> Uh, but like I said, I, I do like a few of their players to, uh, for fantasy-wise. I mean, they're not too expensive. Definitely could save some money there. And 
both both defenses are looking pretty shaken up so this one could break out into a little higher scoring game but we'll just have to see how it goes right and i think going to the denver side of the ball like i said uh, case keenum has been um you know he's been serviceable i think he's done has done his part at times i mean denver's looked all right um but the problem with him is there's no demarius there's no Emmanuel sanders now he's not thrown to big top time targets anymore and in fact one guy that's been under the radar um one guy in particular is Cortland Sutton. Um, the other guy who's now breaking onto the scene, a fan favorite of myself, Noel, is Deshaun Hamilton, Penn State's all-time leading receiver, who's been on the roster for a while, waiting his turn patiently, and now he's getting it. I think last week he ended up with 14 and a half points in fantasy. Um, I think I think they're starting to they'll, they'll start to figure it out a little bit. I think give them some time, but I I know, I know that. It takes a little bit to kind of get used to new receivers. Listen, losing Sanders was a big loss for him. Manuel Sanders was such a consistent pass catcher, um, ran his routes well, did all the little things. You know, he was a, he was a big loss for them. I think even more so than losing Demarius. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, Denver they they definitely haven't looked too strong this year. I mean, like I said in the last podcast, I don't I don't like them really much this year. Case Keenum, he's he's decent, but. They really don't have too many targets out there. I mean, you like you like Hamilton. You said uh, they're giving some new guys some shots, but they gotta they gotta get used to that. And the Cleveland's pass defense has looked pretty good this year. I mean, I've always liked their defense. I own them on fantasy. I I really think they're pretty good. They normally hold teams down pretty well. And Philip Lindsay, he's had some good weeks. Like you could definitely go for him maybe as a picking fantasy but <clears throat> last week he didn't do as well for yardage as wise he did get a rush touchdown but I don't know I just I really like uh, Cleveland to win this game I just don't think Denver's gonna completely show up to this one yeah you did touch on my favorite player I think right now in fantasy um Philip Lindsay listen the dude has been a monster I mean undrafted local dude went to Colorado Broncos said you know what we'll pick him up we'll see what he's got He's an undersized guy. He's small, but the dude runs hard. He runs between the tackles well. Um, he can catch the ball out of the backfield if need be, but his yards per carry are, are impressive, Noel. I mean, he's just the way he's been able to just kind of find creases and pick up five, six, seven yards each time he gets the ball is is very impressive. Yeah, that's for sure. I mean, I definitely think he is uh, an all-star, and I really like him as a play this week. Um I guess you could look to uh, some of the other Broncos, low-owned or low-priced uh, wide receivers as a uh, tournament play. But uh, like you said, Lindsey has done unreal this year, and I think he would be a great, great option to see this game. Mm-hmm. I agree. Um, so moving forward, we're going to go on to Sunday now, the traditional NFL day of the week. Um, I think we should start off, Noel. With the one o'clock game between the Dallas Cowboys at eight and five going to the Indianapolis Colts at seven and six. Interesting game. Um, the lines have not come out for it yet. But if I had to guess, I'm gonna I'm gonna Oh, say, I do have some lines here actually. You do? Uh, okay, good. Yeah, I got over under forty seven and Indy favored by two and a half. Two and a half. I was gonna say I would I would favor the Colts by by a field goal. Um Listen, Dallas has been unbelievable the last couple weeks. Defensively, I don't know where this came from. 
Um, they've been banged up for a while on that side of the ball, but they've done some tremendous things. Um, listen, the way Dak and Zeke have played all year has helped them. Um, and then obviously the addition of Amari Cooper now, who just kind of flashes all of a sudden into the sun and, and then this dude, you know, picks up 50 points a week in fantasy now and he's splashed it twice for them already. Um, it's a dangerous play. They're a dangerous team. I think they have two guys with Zeke and Amari now that I think every week you could kind of consider being top-notch players because of what they can do um, on any given Sunday. Oh, yeah, that's for sure. I mean, I didn't see the Cowboys turning out this year. I mean, Dak didn't look too good. He really hasn't looked all that great, like, all season. He's made some uh, good plays, but, I mean, that was a great pickup they had uh, getting Amari Cooper. Um, he has done a, a lot since he came in. He got, like, what, 50 fantasy points? Uh, yeah, I think it was 50. Like it was 50. Yeah, I mean... He's really been an unreal player, so we'll just see if Dak can keep it hot. Um, Azik, I mean, Elliot, obviously, he's just, he's doing unreal. I am seeing here that uh, their right guard, Zach Martin, probably won't be playing this week, which is a big uh, mm-hmm. big loss for them, obviously, but we'll see uh, um, if Elliot's in as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I, I could see... Uh... I can see that being an issue. I mean, their offense lines there was what their key to the piece of of his success. Um, I well, think it does say Zeke's uh, questionable as well. So right, right, right. And I was gonna say there's questionable tag on on Ty as well. So there's some guys that are kind of up in the air at this point in the season. Though there's sometimes a lot of the bumps and bruises that they they rule guys questionable for. We'll see when it comes down to it. Mm-hmm. Um, Indy Indy though has played well. They're at home. Um, offensively, they've just been. <clears throat> Um, you know, very consistent. Luck's done a very good job. Um, I think whether they're coming off the big one over um, over Houston last week, a lot of people were surprised about that. They, you know, they were like, oh, Houston had the letdown. Listen, Indy's pretty good. I mean, Houston didn't lose to a bad team. They lost to a team that's been playing well offensively for a while. Yeah, I mean, Indy's hot. They're they're just as good as the Texans, I believe, and both have equal shot to get sneak into the playoffs here. And, uh, yeah, T.Y., he played with a questionable tag last year. I, I definitely would see these, most of these players going to play this week. I mean, they all want to be in these big games. I mean, you're not going to miss a big game against a team with the same record as you and fighting for playoff hopes. <clears throat> but, yeah, I mean, T.Y. had a big week last week. Uh, you got to like him. Uh, Andrew Luck's just been unreal all season. Definitely going to play him as quarterback in some lineups for sure. Um, but other than that, I mean, the question, uh, there's a lot of questionable tags, like you said, but I mean, and we'll see, probably see most of these guys going out there. Right. Um, I think this is a tough, tough pick for me. No, I'm going to say if I had to, if I had to bet on this one, I'm going to go, boy, this is tough. I'm going to say the Colts, I'm going to say 28 no, no, no. I'm going to say 21-13 Colts. I think the defenses show up better than expected. This is that weird game again, you know, like the uh, 6 nothing game that happened a few weeks ago between the yeah. Jags and the Colts. I think this is one of those games again. I think both defenses play better than expected. I think the Colts find a way at home to get a W. Um, I know the running game hasn't been great for, for India the last couple weeks. Marlon Mack hasn't been as good. Um, Luck does like to take uh, take a couple of the carries as well from time to time. 
Um, but yeah, I, I just, I, I think I, I'm not going to just jump on the Dallas bandwagon completely yet. I think this is an important game for them though. Um, to kind of pull away from their division and, and kind of solidify themselves for a playoff spot. But I think Indy at home gets the job done close. Yeah. I mean, <clears throat> I'm looking here and I, I do, I would really like the Colts. I mean, I, I'm not on the Cowboys bandwagon yet, but their defense is really strong. Um, I have, I've watched them in a few games and they have some unreal talent back there and their linebackers as well. Just really, really, really good. Um, but I like the low score play here. I think it's going to stay close. 16-10 is what I'm going to pick. I'm going to say the Colts pull it out. Um, But I believe both defenses are going to show up pretty well. They definitely have some strong strong defenses out there. And uh, the Colts, hopefully they can uh, pull this one away. I mean, I do like to see Andrew Luck make some big plays. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree. Um, it'll be a very good game. I think either way, I think watching it, um, you'll be entertained throughout. Like I said, it's, it's an important game for both teams in terms of playoff positioning. Um, going forward, Noel, to the next one, I think this is your favorite, and this is a fan favorite for a lot of people that are listening to us. Your New England Patriots at 9-4 and four going to the Pittsburgh Steelers at 7-5-1, 425 kickoff on Sunday afternoon. Right now, the Patriots two-point favorites going into the, with the line being at 52 even. Um, listen, Noel, everyone knows about the uh, miracle in Miami from a week ago. How in the world did the Patriots lose? People turned off the game. They thought it was over. Gronk was standing at the goal line. Can we just go over that play again, Noel, real quick for a second here? I just want I just want to break it down to you simply this way. Ryan Tannehill from his own 30-yard line could not throw the ball to the opposing end zone on a fly. They were only going to run a hook and ladder play like that. And having Gronk out there was a complete mistake. You need to have six defensive backs out there, maybe even seven if you want. Yeah. A linebacker or two, and then maybe if you want to throw a wide receiver out there just in case for whatever reason. But the point is Gronk did not need to be out there. Gronk did not need to be your last line of defense in that situation. He was. Kenyon Drake saw him, turned the corner and said, I'm going to beat you to the corner of the end zone, and he did. And that's why they lost the game. Yeah, I mean, sitting here being a Patriots fan, I mean, it really sucks to see it happen. But, like, I I just I don't understand the play calling at all. I mean, obviously, the Patriots, being the team they are, you just wouldn't expect to see something like this. I mean, it was just... I, I was I couldn't believe it when I saw it honestly. Kenyon Drake, he really just made the whole play himself, honestly. Mm-hmm. I mean he cut up field, he got all the yard and then he really just he determined that he was gonna get in the end zone. Gronk definitely shouldn't have been there. I mean he's injured, he I mean he said he slipped on the play. I mean obviously that probably played a factor, but I mean still like you just got to give it to the Miami team for making that happen and I mean let's also mention here the Steelers last play where they almost beat uh the Chargers last week uh where Juju uh sorry yeah the Raiders last week where uh Juju caught that lateral and ran 50 yards to get the and them in field goal position Mm -hmm. yeah I mean just some great hook and lateral plays I mean that's it's wild to see uh things like that happen 
Yeah, I mean, Pittsburgh obviously has their own uh, turmoil right now with uh, the Chris Boswell issue going on. Um, Just the team as as a whole, uh, James Conner being banged up, um, obviously the Bell issue that happened throughout the season. Uh, It... It's an interesting game because I think the Steelers must win this game. I really do. I think they need to win it because I think they will be in a ton of trouble if they don't in terms of making the playoffs and not even just winning their division, but making the playoffs. Um, New England's in a good position. I mean, I know they want to get a top two seed in the AFC, um, but this is much more important for Pittsburgh, especially at home, especially the way they're playing. Um but it'll be interesting to see. Both teams coming in off a loss, I think, with Brady. Um, I'm sure he's not happy. I'm sure he's pissed about the game. I mean, I get it, you know, but losses happen. They, they understand it. They've been through it before. Um, Steelers' secondary has looked very bad of late. I mean, David, or uh, excuse me, Derek Carr was able to move the ball um, up and down the field with a, with a passing attack that the Raiders have had that has been awful all season. And I just, I just don't know where Pittsburgh turns for answers in terms of their defensive, um, you know, idea and their scheme, what they have right now. Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> I'm looking here at the uh, last five games, and all I see is just big numbers. Like, I, I'm going to say this one's just going to be a complete shootout. Like, I mean, the Patriots definitely coming off the loss. They're going to want to fight for it. I mean, the Steelers lost three straight here. They, I mean, I don't know where they're headed. I thought they were gonna even maybe um, take uh, take action on Boswell and just release him. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, I guess they're gonna stick with him and uh, see where it goes. But he really hasn't looked great all season. There's been a lot of mistakes there. Um, but I mean, besides that, I mean, you just gotta look at the banged up Steelers offense because that's where they gotta look right now. I mean, Ben. He was hurt like last week. We don't know what's going on with that. Uh, James Conner might not play. You said. Um, so I mean, we just gotta we gotta say this is gonna turn out to be a uh, Ben plays, and it's just gonna be a Ben and Brady show, and see who can uh, turn out some the best uh, best game. Uh, I agree. I think Sony Michelle. I'm gonna say is not a good play. The teams haven't really run the ball great against the Steelers. Um, especially of late, they seem to kind of bottle guys up like like that up. Um, I think a guy like James White could have a big week though, catching the ball out of the backfield. That seems to be a tr- you know a thing that they like to do. Um, I know he didn't have a huge week a week ago. Um, I think uh, Josh Gordon that'll be an interesting uh, to see what happens with him. Um, yeah, I think he's had some big games against the Steelers in the past, so it'll be interesting to see what he can do with New England. Um, Gronk has always given. The Steelers fits, so that's always an issue there. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I would say I, I'm, I'm going to lean towards it being a shootout as well. Noel, I I like the Patriots in this game. I'm, I'm going to say I think New England wins at 31-27 in a pretty high scoring game. I think it goes over. Um, although I will say this, I actually I'm going to say it's close like that, but I wouldn't be shocked if it if it's like 31-20 though. Like I could see them pulling away late. And just kind of burying them because the Steelers, I just think, have just so many problems right now that I just, I just don't know where they turn for answers. I mean, you know, AB hasn't been the same player as he's been in years past. Um, Juju's done a very good job for them. He's been a, a tremendous player all season long. And uh, 
you know, I, I just don't know, especially with their running game. If, if if Connor can't play, if he even if he does play, he's still you know you're gonna you're gonna question his ability as as being a hundred percent. Yeah, I mean, I th- the Steelers definitely they're they're just not together right now as a team. Uh, James Connor, you can say is a star, but I mean he really. I don't know. Even if he plays, I don't see any any running backs, any running offense at least happening in this game. I do like to play with James White. Uh, New England likes to pass the ball to uh, him out of the backfield a lot. Um, <clears throat> they'll definitely have to mix it up there on offense a little bit because Gronk's been banged up. I mean, he hasn't he hasn't been great all season, but like you said, he always is good against the Steelers. Uh, on the opposing side, though, for sure. I mean, you gotta like like Juju here, um, AB possibly. Uh, he's probably gonna have a huge game. He always seems to come out against these uh, the other big teams. Um, Jesse James would be a nice play as well. He's pretty cheap and uh, seems to get a lot of targets. Could get a maybe a touchdown or two in this one even. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean. Like you said, I, I think I'm going to take the Patriots as well, not even being a fan. Uh, <laughs> surprise, surprise, <laughs> Noel. You're going to pick the Patriots? I mean, well, I, here, here I'm going to explain why. Okay, explain. The Steelers are at home. That is, I mean, that's a big upside for them. But mm-hmm. uh, when, Ben's, when's Ben's, when Ben's hurt, the Steelers tend to, like, fall backwards mm-hmm. a lot. And, like, I mean, he looked pretty banged up last week. They, they were holding him out. I mean, obviously, they probably want to make sure he was okay and stuff, but... I mean, he's obviously going to play. This is the biggest game of the season. So, mm-hmm. like, I mean, we'll I, see. Yeah, I mean, I, I agree. Well, the big thing last week was that he was cleared to play, but the Tomlin held him out because he felt like the flow of the game was in favor of Dobbs at that point, even though <coughs> Dobbs clearly didn't show much in terms of being effective and moving the ball down the field. Yeah, so. I mean, <laughs> uh, as soon as Ben came out there, he threw a touchdown. Dobson yeah. wasn't doing anything. I, I didn't like that at all, honestly. Right. So, I mean, like, I, I get it, and I think, um, yeah, so it'll be interesting to see how effective Ben is if he's able to move out of the pocket well. Listen, New England brings pressure. They're going to give him different looks. Not that he hasn't seen a lot of different things in the years, but... It's going to be, I don't know, it's, it's going to be interesting to see. Uh, listen, do the Steelers show up for this game? You know, everyone's kind of counting them out now, counting them out. They lost to Oakland. I never thought, if you had asked me if, if I had to bet $1,000 on the Raiders-Steelers game, I would have told you to put $1,000 on the Steelers. I just didn't think they were going to lose that game. The Raiders have been awful. Steelers, yeah. knew, Steelers <laughs> knew they needed to win that game because it's the just, game's coming up. It's just one you can't lose. I mean, yeah. you got to look at it and say, like, like you can't. They looked. They overlooked it. Honestly, I mean, mm-hmm. and and even Tomlin holding Ben out like that. He probably he was probably thinking, oh well, they're not that good. Like let's just hold them out and see what happens. But yeah. they waited too long. Ben came in late, tried to turn it around, but their defense couldn't hold because their mm-hmm. defense is not that strong. And we're just gonna see if they can uh, show up this week for sure. I mean, if Ben's being Ben and he can hit his targets and he can and their defense does well, I mean. They might be unstoppable, honestly, but, I mean, yeah, it'll we'll be inter- see. It'll be interesting to see if Watt and Hayward and some of those guys off the edge can get pressure on Brady. Listen, Brady's looked vulnerable a lot this year at times. I mean, against Miami, he took a sack late in the end of the first half that cost them an, uh, an opportunity to get points. Um, he, he's just not, it's not the same Brady. Not that his numbers are terrible, but he's clearly starting to show some of that age. 
and it was only a matter of time. Listen, the dude can't play football forever. Unfortunately, it's just not how it works. Yeah, I mean, he wants to. He's out here to win. He's a competitor, but everyone, everyone gets roughed up. He's definitely reaching that point. I mean, <clears throat> he's definitely got a only a few years left. Maybe, mm, if maybe. That. I mean, if we'll that. see. I mean. Don't Maybe if they lose this year, he'll even be done. I mean, who knows? Yeah, but. they might have to put him down or something. <laughs> Give um, him a shot, yeah. Yeah, yeah. All right. Um, Final game? Wrapping things up. Yeah, yeah, I guess we can do it. We'll, we'll do one more. Um, we're kind of torn between the two, or at least I am. I'm going to say, in terms of purposes and, and things that people want to look forward to, let's do the defending Super Bowl chance of Philadelphia Eagles at 6-7. and seven. <laughs> Going to the LA Rams are eleven and two. Um, the Rams are an eleven point favorite coming into it with a line at fifty two and a half. Now, there's a lot of a lot of injuries, um, mainly with the Philadelphia Eagles. Their secondary is about as banged up as there is in football. Um, it's going to be interesting to see. Apparently now Carson Wentz may not play because of a back issue, um, which would be big-time news for the Eagles. Listen, the Eagles are 6-7. and seven. Things don't look good for them to make the playoffs. However, if they were to win their last three, they would have a shot of making it. Yeah. Um, the Rams have, have wrapped up a playoff spot uh, for all intents and purposes. They are coming off their worst performance in Chicago where they <coughs> scored six points. Todd Gurley looked like a human, not a robot like he normally does. Um, Sean McVay, the coach of the Rams, also looked human as well as he was stifled the whole night. I mean, it just they didn't look like themselves. Um, I don't know if the cold weather did play as big of a factor as we like to hype it up to be. Maybe it did. I don't know. Um, listen, the Rams are coming back. I think they're out for revenge in this game in terms of just coming out and showing that that's not the team that they are. They're a better team than that. And what better way to do it than against the defending Super Bowl champs? Eagles, on the other hand, it's a must-win situation. Listen, if Carson Wentz can't play, I don't think they have any shot. <coughs> Nick Foles hasn't shown anything all year. The Eagles' offense has been very up and down. is worse worse than their defense. Um, I, I, I am going to lean towards this going over in points, and I'm going to lean towards the Rams pretty big. I'm going to say like 41-21 Rams. Yeah, I mean... I completely am just going to say there's no chance for the Eagles this week because I, I've watched them all this year, and they just really aren't the same team. They definitely have the Super Bowl uh, hangover, and they they definitely are banged up. They're looking weak. And, I mean, you look at the, what happened to the Rams last week. They placed a, played an insane defense of uh, the Bears. The cold weather obviously was a factor. Um it was just not a good game for them. I mean, they didn't come out, but if you look at the games before, there was <clears throat> four games where they scored 30-plus points, and, I mean, they've just been dominant on offense this whole year. Uh, their defense is strong as well. I think they'll hold up. I mean, 6-0 and home record, that's hard to, uh, hard to beat there. So, I mean, I think they're going to just completely show up on this one and destroy 
I don't know if the over-under will be covered, though, because I think they're just going to win, like, 35-7 to 7 or something like that. So. Okay, yeah, that, that's true, that's true. Yeah, I guess I'm giving the Eagles a little bit of credit here. I mean, the Rams, as well as they play defensively at times, they sometimes give up, like, random garbage touchdowns and stuff like that, so I, I could see them allowing one late. Like, maybe it's 41-14, and then they score a late touchdown, make it 41-21 or something like that. Yeah. Um. Well, I think if Carson Wentz plays this in this game, he's probably just going to get hurt or something, so, I mean... I don't know. I just, I just see this one. I just see the Eagles' season going down right now. Right. Yeah. I think if chance. if they lose the game, I, I, I think their playoff hopes are, are slim to none at that point. I mean, even now they're not in a great position, um, but they at least still have some hope. Um, <coughs> listen, Jared Goff hasn't looked good the last couple weeks. Even against the the Lions, he still his completion percentage wasn't very high. Um, Brandon Cooks hasn't been effective as he had been the last couple weeks. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Noel getting the disappointed look on his face when he finds out that his <laughs> his DraftKings lineup did not make the $50,000 that he was hoping for tonight. <laughs> uh, that's always the worst. It is the worst, <laughs> isn't it? Well, you know, <laughs> there, there's always next time. When you when you gamble a lot like we do, there's always next time. You just always go, you know what, whatever, we'll do it again tomorrow. It doesn't matter. But anyways, back to, back to the Jared Goff thing. Listen... He's very good. I think he. I think he bounces back and have a very big week this week. Um, Gurley has a monster week. I think. I, I bet Gurley has two hundred plus all-purpose yards. Um, I think you just got to look at all the Rams receivers. Honestly, Woods, Cooks, uh, even Reynolds. I mean, I think all these dudes are, are are must plays. Yeah, I mean, definitely, definitely, just look at the Rams roster and click them all on your team because mm-hmm. the Eagles, they're just they're just not there. Their defense is. All banged up. Their offense is banged up. They're just done. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, um, looking at the Eagles aspect of it, Ertz is is usually a, a good play. He didn't have a good week last week, but he's a guy that um, is, a ton is of targets. Is, yeah. yeah, a lot of targets. Um, I think for that tight end position, if you're always looking for a play, he's usually he's usually the the top guy to go after. Um, it'll be interesting to see if. What happens with Wentz if he plays or not? You know, I think that's one of those things that you're just not sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, we'll see. I, like I said, I, I think it will be the Rams in a route, and it'll be interesting to see what uh, what happens with the Eagles after this point. For sure. Um. Well, might as well just cover the Monday night game while we're at it. All right. Yeah. Well, we'll, we'll, yeah, we'll just do. Talk. We'll do one more, and then we'll we'll wrap it up. I think for this time. For sure. Um, Monday night, New Orleans Saints at eleven and two, going to the falling, struggling Carolina Panthers, who are six and seven. The Saints are a six-point favorite on the road. The over/under is fifty-two as well. Um, Saints haven't looked as great of late either. That's another team. It's weird. The NFC teams are kind of kind of sliding now in the wrong direction. Say so the AFC. Some of the AFC teams are, are trending in the up. Upwards, um, I think the Carolina is just a, a incredible. How they start off so well and so strong. What have they lost four in a row now? Noel, is that what it is? Yeah, I mean, uh, let me let me check. Uh, five, it looks like five actually. in a row. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, started with the Steelers, ended with the Browns last week. I mean, when you're loose to the Browns, that's got to be a sign that something needs to be done. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I, I honestly don't know what happened. I think. They have been way too conservative with uh, Cam Newton. They haven't been playing him the way they used to. 
He's just been, he hasn't been making the all-star plays that he used to be. Uh, McCaffrey, obviously, he's been great all year. Uh, he's turned it around the second half of the year. But like, like I said, Cam's just not Cam right now. Um, they are at home, so they are good at home. Um, the Saints defense, not that good, obviously. But you could see this one turn out to be a pretty high-scoring game. Um, you got to look at uh, some of the Panthers wide receivers here for sure. Um, overall, this game's probably going to go over the over-under 52, I think, for sure. Um, both teams are going to score a lot of points here. Well, yeah, no, I, I could see this being... Um, I could see it being that shootout that the Carolina had earlier in the year with uh, Tampa. It was like 42-28. Um, I think it could be something on that ballpark. I do like the Saints. Um, I just think at this point in the year for Carolina, I just don't see that them riding the ship. Um, I think if you you look at it, though, Breeze <coughs> showing some of his age right now. Um, Kamara has been solid all year. Ingram's been a little up and down of late. Um, but I think the Saints as a whole... I know Michael Thomas has been a little quiet as well. Um, hopefully that continues. No, I am playing against him this week in fantasy. So, I mean, we're hopeful We're hopeful that he doesn't have a big 30-point week. Well, I mean, I will say here, uh, Carolina did play four of their last five on the road. So, that's got to that's gotta hurt a little bit. Uh, they're five at one at home. So, I mean, that's a good home record to stick by. I mean, I definitely could see them holding their ground, making it a final push for the playoffs here with these NFC teams falling off. I mean, they definitely have a shot still. They definitely should still uh, try to make it to the playoffs here. I mean, why wouldn't you? I mean, they they battled their way in the uh, beginning of the season. Let's just see if they can turn it around, possibly. I mean, just nothing's going their way right now. They'll have to definitely make some changes to beat the uh, trending Saints. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I, I, yeah, it does help to be at home, and I think they're... You know, that, that gives them the opportunity to keep it close. And I, I think they will keep it competitive for a while. Uh, I just think that the Saints understand the importance of this game more so. Um, the fact that them and L.A. are both 11-2. and two, um, You know, the, you want to get you want to get home field advantage through the NFC. You know, you want to go, you want to play it through New Orleans. When New Orleans can't lose this game and have that opportunity. Yeah. Know? So I think New Orleans, I'm going to say, like I said, by like, 10, 10 points, maybe two touchdowns, somewhere in that ballpark. Um, I just I just don't think Carolina – I think Carolina's lost it. I think they're, they're just going to have to kind of regroup and, and find themselves in the offseason because I just – I think that they had that – the right trajectory going towards saying, hey, you know, this is a playoff team, a team that could compete, and the wheels have just fallen off the bus. And, and I, I, you know, I don't know everything about it in terms of why, why that's happening, why Cam hasn't been Cam of late, but – McCaffrey's been a stud. McCaffrey's a must-play. Um, the dude just puts up big numbers every week. He's going to get receptions. He's going to get carries. Um, he is their offense. You know, I, I think that, that that's an easy play for for that point. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I would definitely, uh, fantasy-wise, I'd target a lot of the Saints players. They're definitely just going to put this one away, probably. <clears throat> I mean, Drew, Ble- Drew Brees has been unreal this season. Um, Michael Thomas definitely would play him, for sure. Um, Kamara, he's been great too. So definitely target the uh, whole uh, Saints roster for sure. Here. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, Noel. Well, this week I think that's going to wrap up everything NFL-wise for us. Um, like I said, I gave you a preview of a handful of the games that we liked and we thought. Um, 
before we wrap it up, no any um, any sneaky plays that you want to tell the listeners about that you like at all in any of the games? Like, let's just like let's just pick like a random game and be like, hey, I think uh, you know Mike Evans is gonna have a big week against Baltimore. I mean, um, is there anyone anyone that catches catches your eye at let me, all? Let me see here. Me, okay. Give me a sec. Here. Okay, yeah, I just I, I just want to know because I'll I'll give you one who I've been telling my one roommate about for a while because I like him and I think he's doing some really good things, Robert Foster for Buffalo. They're playing the Lions <laughs> at home. You love Robert I Foster. I love Robert Foster, and I told you about him before. I told him before, listen, the dude's been good. He's been good. Give the guy a chance. I'm telling you right now, for a cheap play, he's the guy. He's the one to go for. Um, you know, I, I just – that's just the, those are my thoughts on it. That's all. All right. I mean, I guess I see a little bit there. I mean, all right. You don't. don't you know. don't have to agree with me completely. I'm just telling I mean, you. We had 100 yards receiving again last week, Noel. That's all I want to tell you. Uh, I don't know. I mean, <laughs> <sighs> Any anybody that that sparks your interest at all? I mean, this isn't really like that sneaky. Mm-hmm. Um, and you would say I'd favor this guy because I have him in fantasy, but mm-hmm. I I love Eric Ebron in this situation. I mean. You got to look, T.Y. Hilton's banged up. Mm -hmm. Um, He still gets a lot of targets, but Eric Ebron, he gets a lot of targets. He gets a lot of yards, and he gets a lot of uh, touchdowns. Touchdowns, I mean, he's he's done well for me in fantasy this year. He's been a great tight end play, and if you need that sneaky tight end play, I'd definitely get for him. Uh, Definitely should have a big week against Dallas at home here. Yeah, no, I I agree with that. Um, How about a random one out in Cincinnati? I'm gonna go off off the wire a little bit and say, um, Derek Carr against the Bengals against Cincinnati. I mean, right. I think I think that's a decent play, like for a cheap value play right there. I mean, since he, I'm not gonna say Oakland wins the game, but I think since his defense has been bad, and I think he's a guy that at least coming off a good performance against the Steelers, I think hey. Why not ride this guy a little bit? So if you're looking for a cheaper play at the quarterback position, because you could obviously go with Tom or Ben or whoever, you know, Goff. Um, but I think for a cheap play, yeah, I think go for him. Yeah. Um, I mean, other than uh, that, I mean, <clears throat> you could definitely look at uh, some of the lower-end uh, Broncos players with uh, the injuries they have there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I just I figured, you know, let's just have the viewers get a couple sneaky plays in there, so that way when you're throwing your lineup in on Sunday, you know, they yeah, know they know what you're they know what you're doing. I mean, like you said before, Deshaun Hamilton, your guy. I mean, if mm-hmm. he gets a big shot this week, maybe he could uh, show up and get a big play or something. I think he's gonna have a big week. I do. I, I like mean, him. yeah, you could definitely look at him as a wide tournament play. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I mean, that's those are some of the guys that we have right now for you. All right. Um, Wait, what would what would be your top tournament play though? Like, or your like. You're actually. What would be your best player the like the week for sure? The best play of the week? Yeah, best like the guy you would put in every one of your lineups. Saquon. <laughs> <laughs> no. Yes, I'm telling you right now, the guy. I mean, what do you, what do you want from him? Oh. He does it against everybody. It doesn't matter who he's playing against. Listen, Tennessee. I know their their defense is pretty good up front. I I, I get that. No, he's done everything. I. I <laughs> what else do you want from him? What do you oh. what did he put up last week? Thirty four, I think it was. I mean. 
you know, <laughs> you're, you're asking me, what, what one guy would you put in every line? Saquon. That's who I would put in. I'm, I'm just going to be honest <laughs> right, with that's you. Fine. That's, that's fine. That's fair, right? Yeah, I guess that's fair. Yeah, that's, that's fair. fair. I mean, it's not a bad play. You can't go, oh, that's a bad play. No, it's All not. Right, well, I'm going to go with the, uh, <laughs> the one you wouldn't expect, honestly. And I'm going to just say Tyreek Hill, uh, even though he's banged up. Oh, boy. Even though he's banged up. If I you're hope playing, you're right. I mean... I d- he's just an all out performer. He's, he's he's unreal. He's very good. Yes. No. I, I've I've loved his production this year. I just I hope that he's at or close to a hundred percent. I really do. The Chargers secondary is good. <laughs> They're tough. So I mean I, I think he's gonna have his hands full. But we'll we'll see what happens. I think Mahomes is another guy that you could always argue and say is a, is a must-play every week. I mean, the dude's been pretty consistent all year. Yeah, I mean, I definitely would put him in my lineup. He's expensive, but uh, yeah, he I'd is. put him in there. Yeah, I know. Well, yeah, so Saquon, too. But you're saying, well, who else would you who would you want? Well, that's... I mean, you also got to look at, like, what percentage of people are going to pick him, though. Too. Well, sure. A lot of people should pick him. In fact, 100% of people should pick him. <laughs> that shouldn't be a question. As soon as you open your lineup roster for DraftKings or FanDuel, immediately put in Saquon and then start from there. And go from <laughs> after that. That's all you need. <laughs> that's, that's all you need. In fact, one. if you want to end your roster with just Saquon on it, I understand and I respect that. And I go, hey, that's fine. You at least just have Saquon in there. I at least respect your roster. Uh, all right. I think we should wrap this one up here. All right. No, uh, well, we've had a good one here. We had a good run. Uh, I hope you guys enjoyed listening to this Week 15 preview. Uh, we may come back with another NBA edition this later on this week. Hopefully we yeah, get in there. Yeah, that would be nice. Um, get some NBA Give you guys some again. preview on that. I know we got some NBA fans out there. Some people enjoy listening and uh, finding out some good plays there. Um, as always, we appreciate it. We hope you guys like us. On Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, whatever you guys have. We appreciate the support. And uh, until next time, we'll see you later. (laughs) We'll see you.